Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get free download and free 30-day trial at www.audibletrial.com slash screenfellows. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com slash screenfellows. Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be discussing, finally our top 10 movies of 2017 as we get ready for the Oscars. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. And here we go. Ozzy, how you doing? I am doing okay, man. How you doing? I am doing pretty well. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, we haven't had an episode in a while. Yeah, we kind of delayed the midweek episode to um, a second late week episode. So yeah, we apologize and, and so about. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's just explain that, man. Yeah. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, we support our armed forces. Um, and, uh, you know, I had one of my friends come back from the Navy, so I've just been spending a ton of time with him. Um, he's been back, he was in uh, Fujara and Dubai. So he was, you know, experiencing some cool stuff over there and, um, you know, just spending time with him before he heads off back to his, uh, back to work before he goes back to work basically. So yeah, man, uh, it's just been fun hanging out with him. For those of you guys who know who he is, his name is Rob. Um, but he's been back and, uh, it's been great having him. It's been great having him on. Yeah, uh, so that's been going on, and we just it just happened. It is what it is, and but hey, you get two episodes this weekend, so that's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I mean, technically, you're still getting two episodes, but you know, same weekend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we're kind of ramping up towards the Oscars. So if you're wondering, like, why are we talking about movies from last year? We're already in March. Well, first of all, blame the Oscars for having. Um, the Oscars actually in March, which again, we've said this a couple times, but why? Um, and also, we just want to have the most complete list as possible, and neither of us lives in Los Angeles or New York, so we don't really get an opportunity to see the smaller movies um, earlier, so we basically have to wait until we can get access to them, and uh, this is what happens when we have to wait so long to try to see some of these movies. Um, actually, I have a movie, this is a little bit of a spoiler alert, I, well, for my list, um, I have a movie on my list that I saw just a couple of days ago. So, yeah, it's just is how it works, unfortunately. Uh, as for the Oscars, we should do a little housekeeping with that, Ozzy. We are going to do an Oscars live stream this year. Um, Ozzy, are you right back there? Yeah, I just, I just got out of a chair. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, we are going to be doing an Oscars live stream this year. I believe, Ozzy, you're going to have the Twitter this year again, correct? Yep, I'll be running Twitter, and Carl should be doing a, a Facebook Live feed with yep. a few of his with with a few of our members of the Virginia team and some former members. Bob will be joining us for the live stream, and that'll be fun. No Miles because Miles is still in California, but Bob is going to be joining us, and we'll probably have a couple people rotating in and out. It'll be a good time. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. I'm trying to think what else um, in terms of announcements do we have i don't think we have anything else yeah so i guess we should probably get into our top 10 lists 
um, from 2017. And these are our top 10 movies of 2017. This is basically the beginning of our what should win type or what. Yeah, what should win type things. We are going to be basically ranking like the best movies of last year. If we were the Academy, what would we have nominated for best picture? Like that kind of thing. All right. So that's what we're going to be doing uh, with this list and with this countdown. All right. Um, I guess we should start with our number 10s. Uh, I don't know about you, Ozzy, but I try to... I try to keep my list pretty public knowledge. Mine, mine is actually throughout the year on Letterboxd. So none of my list is actually going to be a surprise to anybody if you follow me on Letterboxd. But this is more of a discussion about why things are ordered the way they are, for me at least. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get back into Letterboxd. I haven't used it in the past few days. I mean, I'll probably, I should probably update, update that now. Because <laughs> um, I, I did watch it. Fair. But um, yeah, I mean, I haven't really used Letterboxd, but I, I, I'm going to... You know, I'm trying to get back into the one of my goals this year is to try to get back into being a part of social media <laughs> a lot more and, and using my letterbox like I used to. It's just it's kind of complicated, but um, okay. you know, I'm gonna try to try to get back into it. All right, well, let's get into this list. Uh, do you want to start, Ozzy, with your number ten? Uh, yeah, um, I'll go ahead and start. Um, my <laughs> number ten is Wind River, and the rating for that is a 9.2. Um, for those of you guys who don't know who stars in that film, it's um, it's Elizabeth Olsen and also Jeremy Renner. And um, I just, I, again, I for me, it's I'm, I'm just honestly surprised that um, that movie was not even nominated um, for anything at all. So... And this is going to be crazy. Just so that you guys know, our top 10, this is our personal top 10s of the year. So it's probably going to look nothing like the Oscars. At least mine isn't. But hey. Some of mine do. Um, but a lot of them don't, yeah. I got like a few. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just, I mean, it, it was an amazing movie. It, it, I give it a 9.2 rating. So I definitely, and by the way, these are going to be our recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> that watch. I think that's fair. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Wind River for me, I don't have it on my list. I believe I had it like 8 point something. I would have to pull it up here and find where I have it. 8.8 uh, is what I had it at. Uh, so it's kind of on the bubble. Uh, it probably would have been in the top 25 if I did a top 25. Um, but it just missed the cut for me. But I can definitely respect and understand why you have it as one of the best movies of 2017. So, All right, um, my number 10 I think this was on the edge for you, so I don't know if it's going to end up making your final cut or not, and you can tell us if it's farther ahead on your list, so we have to wait. Darkest Hour is my number 10. Darkest Hour. Um, that's, um, gosh, I keep getting phone calls. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> the Darkest Hour, that's actually my number 8. That's my number 8. Okay. But, you can, I mean, we can talk about it now if you want. Yeah, let's just talk about it now, uh, because that's pretty close. Uh, Darkest Hour. I mean, Gary Oldman, he's going to win Best Actor, most likely, and it's just a masterclass performance from him. But also, this is where I think we disagree from a lot of people, although I guess we don't disagree with the Academy in this case, because I believe the Academy nominated this movie for Best Picture. Um, I believe this is a very deserving Best Picture nominee. I am very happy to have it on my list, because I think it's one of the best 
movies of the year clearly i don't understand i really don't understand the mindset of oh it's a great performance but an okay movie i don't get that i think it's a brilliant movie and it's one of the best of the year so yeah i mean i 100 percent agree i mean gary oldman makes this movie um and he he's definitely gonna definitely gonna win for best uh yeah best actor it it it's it kind of reminded me of lincoln in the sense that it's just a lot of talking, but the, all the talking felt really high stakes. Like, I, I just felt like I was on the edge of my seat um, throughout a lot of these conversations. And then, obviously, the scene on the train is probably the best scene in the movie. So, if you haven't seen it, check it out. All right. 100%. What's your number nine, Ozzy? My number nine is Logan. Oscars. What the hell? <laughs> it's not on my list. Um, it was on the bubble. This is one of those movies where just like if you're gonna give any superhero movie like any nominations, like any big category nominations, this was the movie. This was the movie for that. And I think that I, if you guys listen to our best actor episode, uh, Hugh Jackman should have 100 percent been nominated. Like this is ridiculous. Um, no offense, Daniel Kaluuya, I love you, bro. Um, for me, he, you know. Uh, Black Mirror, I digress. Logan was amazing. Um, Logan was honestly one of the best superhero movies of all time. Uh, it was just such a really well done story. Um, just bringing in this this kind of, uh, um, I mean, just bringing in this the story was really unique. Um, and just seeing where where the character of Wolverine was at such a different stage in life was also very interesting as well. Um, and bringing in X twenty three again, I, I you know I love the dynamic, I love the chemistry that these characters have, um, and I just love the chemistry that they all these characters kind of have together. Um, Patrick Stewart is kind of like the grandfather, like, kind of like the grandfather, uh, grandfatherly figure, and then Logan's obviously like the father, and X twenty three is like the, obviously it's his kid. So, mm-hmm. um, but again, I just I love this dynamic, I love the cinematography, I love the the soundtrack. And I just, I loved how gritty this action was. So that is why it's in, it's on the number nine spot. Awesome. Yeah, this movie is definitely, uh, I've grown to appreciate it even more as I've watched it more and more. Uh, it's still on the bubble for me, but it's definitely like I wouldn't be mad. I'm not clearly mad at it being in your top ten. I think it's a good choice. So, all right. Uh, my number nine is one that I don't think you ever got around to seeing it because I think I ended up renting it and then you didn't have time to watch the rental that I got, which is Personal Shopper. This is the kind of sci-fi, kind of fantastical horror type thriller with Kristen Stewart. It's really hard to describe because it's a very odd movie. But it's definitely one of the best of the year. Kristen Stewart is awesome in this movie. Uh, I, I just, I really, every, every bit that was revealed as we keep progressing in this story with like what this movie was actually about and what was actually happening um, within this story, it's just more and more shocking. And you're going to find me for a lot of the movies on my list this year, I'm going to say a lot of the same things uh, in regards to the tension this movie is really tense. Again, on the edge of my seat, basically the entire time. Uh, every, uh, like I said, every reveal just was awesome, and I just quite enjoyed this movie. And uh, yeah, it's another very underwatched and underappreciated indie movie. 
uh, that ultimately went underappreciated the Oscars as well, unfortunately. So that is my number nine. Dang. All right. And you guys already know what my number eight is going to be. It's, it's, yep. uh, it's Darkest Hour. Uh, that's a 9.3 for me. Oh, yeah. I should be saying ratings. I, um, didn't, I didn't say that either. Uh, yeah. I think I said, I think I said, uh, I think I already started to get my yeah, ratings. You got, <laughs> you got yours. I've been slacking. Uh, Darkest Hour at a 9.2. Personal Shopper at a 9.3. Uh, yeah, uh, so you, that for me was a 9.3. Okay, so yeah. you said your um, eight then. So my eight yeah. is Baby Driver. Is that on your list? Okay. No. Really? Okay. I mean, I guess I did like this movie I, more everybody, than everybody loved that movie more than I did. Yeah. Like, Brianna, Brianna loves that movie. Mm-hmm. She, I, mean, she, <laughs> I, think the, I think it's like her favorite movie of the year. Um, I, you know, I mean, I was like, I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it was good. I gave it like an eight. Yeah. So it just, it wasn't like a hardcore nine for me. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have this movie at a 9.3. I think this is the best and you're right movie. I know that'll like fire up a lot of people, um, especially people who love Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Sorry, I don't. Um, but baby driver is a just really, really awesome, really fun and just probably one of my favorite and probably one of the best action movies we've gotten in a long time. I just really enjoyed this movie. I think it's so well, well put together. It's the editing is so tight. The music is clearly great and the way they use the music is great. It's great performances. It's just, it's so fun. I just enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Um, obviously I think in terms of awards, it's not going to get a lot. And I think a lot of that has to do with the Kevin Spacey of it all. And that kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Such is life. Um, all right. I guess we should move on to your number seven, Ozzy. My number seven is to the bone at a 9.3. Um, the next few ones are going to be at 9.3, by the way, because you know, we've had a ton of, <laughs> got a ton of, ton of good stuff this year. Um, to the bones, my number six as well. Just throwing that oh, okay. out there. All right, so we can we can just yeah, talk about it now. Let's do it. Um, so to the bone, uh, dude, it was it was amazing. I mean, we watched this movie at Carlos's house. This is a Netflix original film, so you guys can actually still watch it on Netflix. Oh yeah, because have Netflix, of course. Um, and it stars Lily Collins and features Keanu Reeves. And this is just such an amazing kind of story, and you you kind of learn. Uh, you follow this girl on her path to just trying to figure out like what she's looking for and what she finds is beautiful and dealing with her relationship with, you know, with her parents and, um, you know, the, her relationship with her sister and just relationships with the boys and whatnot. And it's just such an interesting uh, thing. And this is one of the best uh, movies of the year. Um, it's unfortunate that it didn't get like a wide release because I think I would have get like I probably would have gotten nominated for something. Um, but it was an amazing movie, an amazing story, uh, an amazing journey. And um, yeah, one of the things I remembered about this movie, sorry to sorry to pull up a negative, but like one of the things that stands out in this movie is that they kept bringing up her father mm-hmm. and why he wasn't able to be there. And I was just like, then why, why have him like? <laughs> <laughs> there's not a reason to keep bringing up the dad if he's not going to be there yeah. like but anyways yeah but other than that it was still it was such still an amazing film um definitely amazing performances um i i love this movie yeah this is the frustrating thing about netflix's um basically plan of attack when it comes to making how they make their movies and how they market their movies 
they don't market them. <laughs> Their marketing plan is don't market them for the most part, which is, I guess, understanding with the way that Netflix operates. It's like, eh, you, who cares? People are going to find these and they're going to find them and they're going to enjoy them, whatever. But it's just really frustrating because it means a movie like this goes really underwatched, really underappreciated. And Lily Collins just gets completely forgotten just in terms of her performance. Her performance is absolutely stunning in this movie. She is amazing. And I, I, this movie was gut-wrenching and heartwarming. It was kind of everything that I wanted, and it was just awesome. Uh, it, is it perfect? No. Um, do we maybe have it a little too high? Maybe, I guess. But this is definitely one of the movies that I could see myself maybe dropping it on rewatch, but not to the point of it falling off the list. I, I think that this is a really, really good movie that deserves more attention. And it's a shame that it didn't. And it's a shame that they didn't, I don't think they ever gave it a theatrical release. So it never was even qualified for Oscar contention, which sucks, especially in terms of Lily Collins, because if there's anything that I would have nominated for, if she was eligible, it's best actress for Lily Collins. But I don't think she was even eligible. So is what it is. All right. Uh, my number seven is a movie that I think most people are going to be shocked that I have so low, and that is Lady Bird at 9.3 is my rating. Okay. Lady Bird, uh, I don't think it's on your list, if I'm not mistaken, right, Ozzy? Nope. All right. Nope. <laughs> Lady Bird is, one of again, one of the movies <laughs> nominated for Best Picture, so I'm very happy about that. I think it definitely deserves it. Uh, Greta Gerwig is, you know, such an amazing director with this movie. She does a brilliant job putting everything together and the way the movie's written and the way Saoirse Ronan performs everything. The strength of this movie, and I, the, well, first of all, let me say that the thing that a lot of people will just say about this movie is that, it's, oh, it's just another coming-of-age story. Uh, sure, maybe. Um, I think that the themes are a lot deeper than a lot of coming-of-age stories, number one. But then what I would also say that is that the strength of this movie in is, is in its realism. All of these characters feel very real. This place feels very lived in. I just felt like everything was very knowable with this movie, and I just enjoyed myself so much watching these people, these performances, these relationships, uh, which are so fleshed out and so well-constructed and just again are so real this mother-daughter relationship which is really the crux of the movie is it's just it, it is it's just such a great relationship that not a great relationship because obviously the relationship in the movie had struggles but a very realistic relationship as as someone who has multiple sisters and obviously a mother uh, i can tell you that a lot of this uh is very true to life so yeah, that is my number seven is Lady Bird. All right, man. Um, I'm shocked that it's at seven, <laughs> but I mean, because you love the heck out of that movie. But um, it was it was much higher on my favorites list, by the way. This is best. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, that's really true. That it wasn't your favorite. It was much higher than your favorites. Yep. But all right, my number six is the Disaster Artist, coming in at a nine point three. Um, James Franco, he did an amazing job as Tommy Wiseau. Um, he, I'm, I mean, I know why he didn't get nominated, but mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> um, I mean, he did an amazing job. Uh, he did an amazing job portraying that character. And, uh, you know, the fact that they actually were able to get that, to get that exactly how it was, was absolutely amazing. 
um, just to be basically very, very, very close to being the, the exact thing that Tommy, that the actual Tommy Wiseau actually did. Um, I thought it was really amazing. The movie was really great. Um, I think everybody on that, on that cast was absolutely amazing. Um, and just the, the makeup and, and definitely just the performances were amazing, dude. I, I can't get over the performances in this movie. So good. And this is one of the, this is a very funny movie. So definitely, I was, I was definitely excited to see it, but that is why I give it a 9.3. Yeah. Uh, not on my list. And, uh, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't close. Um, not to say I didn't love the movie. I did quite enjoy the movie. I had it at an 8.3, though, so it's not necessarily close to my top 10, but it's still a good movie. Yeah, I gave Lady Bird. For those of you guys who want to know my rating for Lady Bird, I gave it an 8. <laughs> uh, so we're around this. It's the same thing. It's like, yeah, it's a good movie, but I, I just don't have the love for it that many others do. Um, yeah, but it's opposites for us, I guess. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> let's uh, move on. I already said my number six. So yes, you said it was to the bone. Yep. So, I don't remember. So what's so your number, number five? five? My number five is only the brave coming in at another 9.3. Um, dude, this has such an amazing ensemble. Okay. I think the ensemble performances are absolutely the performances that, that they give in this movie are amazing. Um, and I think I said it in my top ten favorites. Um, this movie just has you care for these characters like no other film has in 2017. You legitimately care so much about this, about this particular group of, of people. Um, this is about the granite, uh, I think it's the granite stone um, hotshots. Um, they became wild firefighters. Um, and it is truly an amazing story. Um, one of the best things that I think about this year that this movie did was it, sh- it, it taught us, um, I mean, at least it taught me going into it. It taught me what, what the situation is like when there is a wildfire. It taught me like certain protocols that the firefighters have to do, have to take. And it's a really, you know, when you learn something from a film, I think it's really awesome. And, um, you know, I, I'm not going to say like I'm an expert, or, like I'm an expert or anything. But um, it's nice to have a little bit, a little bit of knowledge of what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, we in Florida we have the hurricane season, but they have a fire season. So, it is it is really amazing just to get to know what what these people have to deal with on uh during this season for them, and um, you know, it just makes me appreciate the firefighters out there um, a lot more. So, yeah, man, that is why it, for me it's at my number five, and that's why I give it a nine point three. All right. Uh, yeah, I have it at a nine. It was definitely on the edge for me. It was a bit of a rough cut because, man, I did love this movie. Uh, you you definitely loved it more than I did. It was number one on your favorites, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, I still remember your reaction. You're like, whoa, what? <laughs> I was shocked. I was like not expecting that whatsoever. And then, um, yeah, it, that was a great episode. You should go back and listen to that. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this movie as well, but it's just, it was a tough cut for me. There's a couple things that ended up getting bumped from this list because it was, I will still argue with people, even Ozzy, if, if need be, this was a great year for movies. 2017 was a great year for movies. Um, and I think a lot of that 
is exemplified by the fact that I just had to bump a lot of great movies from my top 10, and that really sucked. Um, I, this is when I wish we could do like a top 15, top 20 type thing. Uh, I mean, yeah. who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe we change it up next year and we do a top 15. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, uh, but yeah. yeah, so that was definitely a tough cut for me. All right, my number five is this is the movie, Ozzy. This this is the one that just recently got added. It's the newest addition to this list, and it is The Breadwinner. If you don't know what this movie is, it is nominated for Best Anime Feature this year at the Oscars, and I will definitely be rooting for it. Um, it has probably no chance at winning, which we'll talk about on our Who Will Win and Who Should Win episode, because Disney. Uh, but The Breadwinner, in my opinion, is one of the best animated movies um, in the past five years, it is truly incredible. Uh, I try. I really didn't want to like. This is why I wanted you to see this movie before we ever talked about it on the podcast because I knew that if I talked about it, I was gonna just praise this movie as much as I possibly could. And I don't want to like quote unquote overhype this movie for you, Ozzy. But I, I'm sorry, I have to talk about this movie. It is so so good. It is so unexpectedly dark and unexpectedly honest um this movie is not afraid at all to be just flat out truthful about a culture and about the problems in a culture uh, that many are many of us are unfamiliar with but also the beauty in that culture it's it's not necessarily uh it's not picking a side on to whether this is whether these people are all right or all wrong it's saying there's good and there's bad in this in this area of the world and also just wanted to show the reality in this area of the world and the re the realism in this movie is so incredible the way they're able to get you attached to these characters is so well done um i will be honest i'm not a huge fan of the actual animation style that's actually a weak point for me but other than that i just enjoyed this movie so much it was so heartbreaking i was on the verge of tears and basically the entire last act um it's just so well done and this is, I will say this, this is an animated movie. Uh, this is basically turning out turning into a review of The Breadwinner, I'm sorry. But uh, with this movie, it is animated, but it is not a kid's movie. I, and I was told that this was like on, on the kids section of Netflix, which this is on Netflix, so it's very easily accessible. Watch this movie, please. And you might just find yourself rooting for it on Sunday. Um, but I was told this was in the kids section on Netflix. Um, if that's true, that is a mistake by Netflix because this movie is not a children's movie. Uh, with just with the, the subject matter in the movie and also just some of the things that they actually show in this movie. No, do not let your kids watch this probably um, until you watch it first. But this movie is really, really good and it is my number five at a 9.4 so please watch it okay everyone all righty that was the review of bread runner <laughs> all right guys sorry uh, Carlos, what is where do we find your social media i'm playing <laughs> um, all right um you're gonna watch it I'm, soon I'm right probably gonna, yeah i'll watch it soon probably tonight or tomorrow before for record um or after record around that time i'm gonna watch it before the oscars if i can watch uh I'm rooting for animated features, man, because 2017 was a rough year for animated features. Um, until until recently, yeah. until recently, you said Demon Coco was the best one out there. Until you recently just saw Bread Runner. Um, I'm still sticking with Coco just because 
I love my cocoa. Well, you haven't seen the breadwinner, so you can't really That's what say I'm saying. <laughs> I can, because I love cocoa. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just, what do you mean? Well, now um, you can. I'm just saying, once you see uh, the breadwinner, uh, then you can say which one's better. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll, we'll do that. We'll do that. But um, <laughs> all right. Number four. Number right. four. Uh, what do you this got? Is the, this is my last 9.3. It is The Big Sick. This movie is the best com- romantic comedy in the last 10 years. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Wow. It's a bold statement. That is. Um, I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm sorry. Not really. <laughs> um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, such a, it's such a unique uh, story. And the fact that it's real makes it, um, makes it all the better. Um, they did say it was like 60% real. Um, but I, I love this, this story. Um, I'm pulling up the cast right now, um, as we so I can I can I can give these people credit here. Um, but um, this was directed by uh, Michael Showalter, and it was it was starring uh, Kumail Nanjiani. Um, he he actually wrote this film with his wife Emily, mm-hmm. and it is about their their love story about how they ended up meeting and and how they ended up you know be, you know falling in love and and being together. Um, and, uh, I'm not going to say anything about the film. Um, you know, it's a really awesome romantic story and it's such a unique romantic story. If I'm being honest with you, um, about two different people in two different cultures. So it's, I absolutely love this film and I love the story. Again, I love one of the things that I will say about this movie is the story. The story is beautiful. Um, the best performance in this movie is Holly Hunter. Um, she gives an amazing performance. Um, and I love Zoe uh, Kazan as well. I love everybody in this film, honestly. Um, but I would definitely recommend that you guys watch it. It's it's a beautiful film, honestly. Um, uh, he is uh, Kumail and and Emily are being nominated for best uh, best uh, screenplay. So uh, let's root for them, guys. Um, I mean, I think I think again. I mean, I, it's like I want them to win. I do to a degree. I know there's like other writers out there. I'm just like, ah, man, I want you guys to win too. But um, this one, if they win, I would not be upset either because it's just, it's just such a, it's it's awesome, you know, that this married that these people that are married were able to create this movie and, and have it brought to screen, and um, I find that really, uh, really, really amazing. So that is why I give it a nine point three, and it's seven, it's on my number four spot. All right, um, I personally w- will be rooting for Jordan Peele for best original screenplay. Uh, but yeah, I had this at an 8.3. It's, uh, not necessarily, uh, close to my top 10, but I do did, uh, dude, <laughs> I did quite enjoy this movie. I feel like people overhyped it for you. Personally. That's true. I think I remember, this is very much, I remember when this was coming out, I think this came out, this came out early in the year in 2017. Yes. Everybody was saying this was the movie of the year. So, yeah. um, yeah, this is very much, um, uh, and I know I've already kind of made this comparison, but I think this is probably an even closer comparison. This is us being opposite opposite with Lady Bird, to be honest, where I think it's a good movie, but it doesn't necessarily do anything special. And I think you feel the same about Lady Bird. So <laughs> it is what it is. Um, I can't I can't I can't debate this right now because spoilers. So yeah, I, I can't. Feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. Because I, right. would, I would, I would agree. I would, I would disagree with that statement. Well, but, I would disagree with you and Lady Bird, so we could go back and forth. That's but, what I'm saying, man. But hey, that's why I didn't want to. Exactly. Hey, we're not exactly. exactly. Spoilers, but, all right. All right, Carlos. What is your number four? <laughs> My number four 
movie of 2017. Man, is another one that I know is depressingly, depressingly not on your list, and that is the Florida Project. It's not, man. <sighs> man, it was really good. It was really, it was really good. I think I gave it like an eight, but I mean, this is. It's just not there for me. The Florida Project, I have a 9.5. I think it is clearly one of the best movies of the year. It is robbed for best picture. Oh, we have a... Somebody's fired up about this. <laughs> um, I think it was robbed for best picture. I absolutely adored this movie. I, I think that the way that it's able to kind of just take these kids that... On the surface, you shouldn't really care much about. They're just these really kind of rotten kids that they're whatever. But it just shows life through just the innocence of childhood. And I just so enjoyed just seeing that. And the way this movie is directed, the way this movie is shot and edited, it's just incredible. I think it's a beautiful film, uh, not just in the way it looks, but just in its message. And also... This is very much a slice-of-life type movie where a lot of people would just watch this movie and go, well, nothing really happened. And I get that, but I would disagree. I would say that things actually did happen, number one. But number two, that that's not what it's about. The story, quote-unquote, the plot is not what this movie is about. This movie is about its characters and its location, and the location is actually kind of a character in this movie, uh, to be honest. And... It's just this movie felt like I was just dropped into this this place and this time and this everything. And it just felt like I was just there. I spent an hour and a half there or whatever, however long the movie is. And I just really love this movie. Uh, I can't believe it wasn't nominated for anything, especially Best Picture. It's absurd, but it is what it is. Uh, Ozzy, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here, buddy. All right. <laughs> Sorry, my dog's heard another dog. So just, <laughs> You're good. You know, I didn't uh, nip, it. I didn't so, nip it as soon as I heard. Yeah, I, Florida Project <laughs> is my number four, 9.5. That is that is crazy that you have that movie so high, man. It's incredible. It um, really is. I mean, you think it's incredible. <laughs> but that's the whole point of our top ten list. All right. Woo! What's your number three, Ozzy? Um, my number three... Uh, is gonna be kind of a shock. Not really. It's gonna it, it, it's gonna be Coco coming in at a nine point four. Um, oh, I thought you'd bump Coco down. Yeah, but then I thought about it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Switching things up on me. It. I was unprepared for this. All right, uh, Coco. Thought awesome, um, dude. I love Coco, and this is this is one of Pixar's most unique films uh, they've ever uh, put out there, and. Um, Visually, one of the best animated features uh, Pixar has ever done. Visually, um, and I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you'll agree with me on that front. Yeah, probably. Um, but um, it was especially there's a scene where you see just the colors, just the color schematic that they really used for this film was absolutely gorgeous. Um, I loved it, um, but it was such a beautiful film. Um, and also just a unique story and such a unique, uh, it takes place in the, it takes place in Mexico. Um, and it's just it's such a great story. And you learn so much, you know, again, about some of the, some of the culture that goes back in Mexico mm-hmm. to celebrate the, the day of the dead. Um, and, um, again, I, I found it so fascinating to, you know, it, it's such a unique story. Cause you know, you want to learn, I've always wanted to learn more about my ancestors and this, this movie is all about your 
ancestry and family. And that's what kind of, that's kind of what Hispanics are. You know, they, they're all about family. And um, that's why I guess I love this movie so much. It's just all family oriented. And I, I mm -hmm. truly loved it. So that is why I gave it a 9.4. Also the music, this was really good. I was like, dang, I remember when I saw this again with my sister, um, it was, I was singing along to it. Yeah. So it was great. It's probably going to win original song as well. Um, and this is probably, this, I mean, let's be honest, this is the uh, front runner for best animated feature. Uh, but you, I guess by the look, by the sounds of it, you would have put it up for best picture if you had the choice. Yeah, yeah, I would have. Uh, it was, you know, it was a really great film, dude. It was a really amazing film, and it was—I uh, feel like it was a film that we needed. Honestly, you know, a lot of a lot of this past few months has been just about diversity, diversity, diversity. Um, and if we're gonna talk about that, you know, I feel like Hispanics, Latin, you know, Latino Americans don't get a lot of recognition. I don't feel like a lot of minorities don't get a lot of recognition. And I feel, I feel like this film. Uh, definitely should have gotten uh, nominated if we're going to be talking about minorities, uh, if we're going to be talking about diversity. Um, this definitely should have been nominated yeah. for film, uh, for um, for for best picture. I'm not mad. I mean, I'm I'm appreciative that it, you know I at least got nominated for best for best um, for best animated feature. That's amazing. Mm. And um, I'm not mad at this list. But if I had a if I had a slight poke one there, I would. Yeah. I think I think if in, in a year in the, in the last few months where we've been talking so much about diversity, I would think that Coco would be um, in that, but it's not. So <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, yeah, I had an 8.9. Uh, so it was kind of bubble for me. It could have been in, could have not. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a very good movie. It's one of definitely a gem, another gem from Pixar. So I'm very happy to have it on the list. Or on your list, at least. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, num my number three is Get Out, which I moved up to a 9.5. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I came around on this movie. No movie has changed my mind more after a rewatch um, than Get Out. You love that movie more than me. Yes. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> Get Out, <laughs> I think, is one of the clearly one of the best movies of the year. Um, and it's really, I think, that... For, it took a, a rewatch for me because a lot of this movie is in the details. A lot of it is um, just in the small in the small things that Jordan Peele did, and as a director and as a writer, to kind of inter interweave his message throughout the movie. And it's not the yes, there is a very simple uh, racial message um, on the surface. But I think if you look deeper, there is a lot more here. And a lot of it has to do with the direction and the writing from Jordan Peele, number one. And then just some really, really good performances uh, from his cast as well. Uh, I don't think, I agree with you, I don't think Kaluuya should have been nominated for actor. Uh, that's just a strange choice to me. But uh, he is great in the movie. I don't think he's that great, but he is great in the movie. Um, and I just, I love this movie. I think it is really, really brilliant and really well done. And I still, I think a lot of my um, original hesitation with this movie is just that it's not necessarily scary. Um, and I think that's because, like, it's one of those movies where people were, like, pumping it up to be, like, this great horror movie. It, it, this movie's not that scary. It's just not. It's genius, but it's not scary. It's 
I, I just struggle even calling it a horror movie, to be honest. I think it's a lot more than that. Um, so I don't know. It's just, it, it's, just, it's, I, I don't know. I'm in a strange place with this movie because like, I, it's, it's such a turnaround from the first time I watched it. Um, yeah, there, I've definitely changed my mind on movies before and let get out be an example that I will change my mind on movies. Um, if I give them another rewatch and they genuinely change my mind or someone talks to me and they change my mind, I'm willing to have my mind changed. But, um, this is, this is an extreme case of that. This is probably the biggest example of that, um, in recent memory. So yeah, that's what I got. It's not on your list. Uh, no. Wow. That's crazy to me. All right. I give it a nine. I give it a nine. So you gave it something lower than that. Yeah. So Um, it was kind of bubbled uh, for you then. It was on the edge. Yeah, I mean, it was close. Um, I just I, I gave a lot of nine point twos. I think I gave a lot of nine point threes, honestly, yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah. Um, I think like what was it? I think like five of them were all nine point threes. So, yeah. I mean, I couldn't really yeah. spread my wings there. Uh, <laughs> but um, all right, getting into my number two. I think we have the same one and two, but maybe in different order. Dunkirk. Dunkirk's your number two. Yeah. Okay, Dunkirk's my number one. Oh, okay. And then Detroit. Detroit is yeah. my number one. Detroit's your number 10. Yep. Awesome. Which one you want to talk about first? Well, we'll start with Dunkirk. Let's do it. Dunkirk is visually amazing. The cinematography, beautiful. Beautiful film. Um, one of the best shot films of the year. Um, unfortunately, that thunder is going to get stolen by Blade Runner. But I digress. <laughs> um, Dunkirk is absolutely uh just an, an amazing uh just truly an amazing and i i again recommend watching the darkest hour along with dunkirk uh just to get that would be fascinating just, yeah just to have the whole feel of the situation you get the feel of the situation in the war zone and you get the feel of the situation in the political room it's just so it, they go one in one like they go one in hand um and i absolutely just loved dunkirk um that from the airplane scenes to the scenes on the beach, it was just so gritty just watching those scenes. Um, there's not a lot of dialogue in this film. It's mainly just silence and it's physical acting. Um, and it's absolutely uh, so, so intense, um, especially Hans Zimmer. Um, I think he made this score for this film. And Hans Zimmer and, and Nolan, uh, they, their collaboration has been seen over time and time again. Um, and this is, again, it's one of their, again, they, they do amazing work together. So I love this film. Performances were really great. You guys like One Direction. Um, Harry, Harry Styles is in there. <laughs> Check him out for you One Direction fans. Um, he's in here. And, you know, I'm not a huge fan of One Direction. But he did an amazing job in the film. Harry Styles did a really good job in the film. So I recommend that you guys check this film out. Yeah. Uh, this is my number one. Uh, I added a 9.6. This movie, I really was like hesitant with like this whole, like basically my num- my one and two, because I really like nobody, I don't think this has a shot at best picture, like winning it, uh, to be honest. And I, I don't want to come across as a Nolan fanboy because I am not a Nolan fanboy, to be honest. I think Interstellar is a very, very flawed movie. Um, I like a lot of Nolan's movies. Um, even I, I like a lot of them. I don't love necessarily a lot of them. There's definitely some that I love. 
but I, I don't think like he's like one, the best director of all time or anything like a lot of his fans will say. So I really don't want to come across as that when I say that Dunkirk is clearly the best movie of the year. In my opinion, Dunkirk is clearly the best movie of the year, and there's no way around it. Like, I could try to move things around so I don't seem like a Nolan fanboy, but I don't care. This movie is incredible. It is, again, I go back to the tension, really with one and two, which we'll get to uh, Detroit in a minute, uh, which is Ozzy's one, Um, but with Dunkirk, it's just the way that they scored this movie, the way that they put all these uh, people into the situation and make you feel every bit of just tension every second. You're just like, are they going to get out of here? Are they going to get out of here? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? You're just sitting there like wound up and the score does such a great job of winding you up and making you feel like, Oh my gosh, like you're so clenched together. You're like tight and you're just trying to figure out what's going to happen and all this stuff. And it's so well done. I know the biggest complaint about this movie is the characters. I don't care. That's not the point of this movie. Uh, A movie doesn't necessarily, especially this kind of movie, have to have characters that you remember their names or all this stuff. This movie is not about the characters. This movie is about the tension and the reality of this situation in particular. I love this movie. I think it's the best movie of the year. Um, And... I know it's kind of getting pushed to the side in terms of if it'll win Best Picture, but uh, that kind of sucks. Um, but yeah, I, I just I think this is the best movie of the year. So, all right, but let's move on to your number one. Oh, oh by the way, I had Dunkirk at nine point six. Uh, but let's move on to your number one, which is Detroit. Dunkirk, I had it at a nine point five. Number my number, my number two. No, my number one. What yeah. My number one is which is your number two is Detroit. Why don't you start off with Detroit first? Oh. Your number two. Sweet. And I'll finish off. All right. Um, uh, Dunkirk or Detroit? Jeez, <laughs> we're all over the place. <laughs> we got mixed most up. Most are these, bro. They yeah. most are these. I yeah. think they have the same amount of letters. I could be wrong. <laughs> I think. Nope, I just one letter short. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Detroit. Uh, it, I also had a 9.6, so I could have gone either way here. I think Dunkirk, I gave the edge to clearly. Uh, Detroit. This movie has inexplicably gotten forgotten. And I think this is... We're going to be unique in this situation. There's not many people that have this on... Their top 10 list at all, let alone so high as to be one or two. But... I don't care. <laughs> this movie is incredible. I don't understand th- why this movie has gotten completely forgotten. I know it came out in the summer, but again with the tension, the when they get into that room and that house and everything is going down with all these characters that you have grown to know pretty well throughout the course of the movie, throughout the first act, when everything is happening, this is another movie that you are just on the edge of your seat. Just like eyes glued to the screen, heart racing, because this situation was crazy. This just the reality of this movie isn't is nuts. It's just you sit back and go, how did this actually happen? And and then you're just it's a sad movie. It's very sad movie. And it's depressing and it's thought-provoking and it's again like i said tense i just this movie is incredible i i know it has it it suffers from a little bit of the of a um lord of the rings return of the king type thing where it has way too many endings it takes a while to wrap up 
But really, that's my only big issue with this movie. I just think this is incredible. It's incredibly well acted. Um, Probably a couple nominations lost in the weeds when it comes to performances. And then Bigelow forgotten as well. I just, I don't get it. I really don't. This is an incredible movie and deserves to be on a lot of top ten lists, not just ours. Uh, I haven't watched this movie since it came out. And I've been meaning to, just haven't gotten around to it. I'm trying to catch up on a lot of documentaries and stuff like that. Um... But this is another one that even if I rewatch it and it bumps down, I just there is no way that I see myself bumping it down so far that it gets off the list. It's there's no way. There's no way. It's this is crazy. It's one of the best movies of the year. Yeah, man, um, I 100 percent agree with you. Um, this movie 100 percent got forgotten. It's it's, it's unacceptable. Uh, you know, when we've been talking, we, Carlos and I have been talking about, you know, 2017, I'm sorry, um, being the year of women directors. You know, we've had D, D. Rose, uh, I think D. Rose is her name, sorry? Yes. Um, we've also had uh, Catherine Bigelow. Um, Patty Jenkins, Greta Gerwig. Patty Jenkins, Greta Gerwig. Um, I mean, these are women, these are, the, those have been some of the best films of the year. Favorable or best films of the year. I mean, they have been some of the best films of the year. Um, the only reason why you don't see D. Rees. Or or um, or Greta Gerwig on my list was because it wasn't you know it wasn't the nine those weren't really nines I I don't think but I mean they were still really great films um, and I think it's unacceptable how the Academy only gave one woman uh, which is Greta Gerwig which I'm not mad about uh, she deserved it uh, best director uh, the best director now I think Catherine Bigelow hundred percent should have gotten nominated for best director her her vision in this film is clearly seen um, and it's executed really well um another person that i'm upset that wasn't nominated for supporting which i don't i mean i don't think you'll you'll agree with me um it's will poulter will poulter did a phenomenal job he did an amazing job and i was so confident because i don't know if you remember but i was so confident that man would have gotten nominated for something um because he gave such a real gritty performance and he helped build the tension in that room he really did. And in each of those rooms where you're sitting there just like how like this feels this feels like I don't know about you, Carlos, but when we were watching this movie, I felt like I was there for hours. Yeah. I felt like I was with these people. Yeah. And Will Poulter definitely helped with those scenes. He did an amazing job. And everybody else in the film did an amazing job. I mean, you have Anthony Mackey, uh, brilliant. Um, you also have John Bo- Boyoga. Um Boyoga, yeah. You didn't. Yeah, I don't think you liked him initially when he first started acting, but he he blew my line, man. In this movie, he did so good. Um, and then uh, Algie Smith, who man, that guy can sing, and I want an album immediately. Um, and then also Jacob Latmore. Um, again, I mean, you just had such such great talent in this film, um, and it's honestly just disappointing to, for me that the Oscars uh, did not nominate this film. This was a film that was forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was such a such a great film, mm-hmm. um, such an amazing film, honestly. And it is my number one. It's not stand my number one. So I don't tell y'all, but it's, it's my number one. So it's a really great film, guys. Check it out. I think it's on DVD now. Yeah. It should be hundred percent on DVD. Now. I think. I'm gonna look now. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it's it's such a great film, guys. And I think all of you uh, should watch this film. It's really good. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I guess that wraps up our top 10 list for 2017. Uh, Obviously, it's not necessarily the same as uh, the Oscars best picture list, but this is uh, what we think it probably should have looked like. Obviously, there's some things that uh, couldn't have do. We both had um, to the bone on here and that wasn't necessarily uh, didn't qualify. So it's a little there's a couple exceptions here and there. But man. Uh, just there's I, I I I like the Oscars list this year, but I don't um, love it. <laughs> um, and also, let's talk about let's talk about some um, some uh, some honorable mentions, and also some of the things that a lot of people would expect to be on this list, but that just weren't. Um, I think in terms of honorable mentions. I was really, really upset when Mother got bumped off my list. I wanted that to be on to make my list. It didn't. Uh, I get that it's not going to be on many people's lists. That's fine. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, another one. This is the one that I was talking to you before we started recording, Ozzy. Um, I had mentioned that there was one that I was like shocked when I saw that by putting in the breadwinner that I bumped it off, and I was like, oh man, I can't believe I never thought that that would get bumped off. And that is Call Me by Your Name. Call Me By Your Name, not on my list and not on your list either. That was a very surprising to me. Um, I, I I know it's not as surprising with you because um, I don't think you liked it as much as I did. But I just, I think that movie is amazing. And I, I'm, that was one that, that's another one that if we had top 15, it'd be there. It'd be like number, I think it is number 11. <laughs> like it's like right there, uh, Call Me By Your Name. And what else? Um... Okay, obviously, this is one that I'm surprised for you, Ozzy. Three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, not on your list. Dude, ah, oh man, it was close. It <laughs> was close. Yeah. Um, I wanted to put it on there. Was that like your I number mean, 11 or 12? Yeah, it was around there, yeah. It was, <laughs> uh, it was close for me, man. I'm, it just, I wanted to give the movies uh, that, that really had no love uh, for the enough. Oscars, honestly, and, uh, you know. I'm already. I mean, I'm already fine with Billboard being on being nominated for Best Picture. I mean, it's fine. Um, yeah. Let me go. Let me pull up some of my honorable mentions here. Get Out. I gave a nine. Like I mm-hmm. like I said it earlier. Um, really great film, and that's really awesome that Jordan Peele was able to pull that off. Just being a first time director. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and mention. Um, what else did I not have? I had like a bunch of nines this year. I'll say like for me, Blade Sword. Runner 2049 is an honorable mention for me. Uh, I'm kind of upset that that didn't make it, but it's, it's a, it was a tough year. It was a really tough year. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, also call it by your name. That was a nine for me. Um, Hostiles was another nine for me. I loved Hostiles. Again, just the relationship between Christian Bell's character um, and the, and I think his name was... Uh, I don't know the actor's name, but um, he's a Native American, yeah. and um, it was just a, that was a great story. Um, and I also would have given it to Girls Trip. Special <laughs> shout out to Brianna. Uh, she didn't like Girls Trip, which is unacceptable. Um, <laughs> she didn't like it as much. So Girls Trip has got to be on here. Um, but yeah, man, those are my honorable mentions. And yeah, man, I'll give you Blade Runner twenty forty nine. That was the eight point nine for me. Close. It's a little bit closer. Close I want to watch it again. Cigar. I want to. I want to watch it again. Maybe. Maybe I'll bump it up. And the last one, I got two more. All right. War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Come on. 
I that's one that would have been on my list if I kept my original score, but I did rewatch that one and it got bumped down for me um just a little bit. So didn't end up making and, my list. Um and the last one I'm gonna mention is Hero with Sam Elliott. Um Good call. That was nine point one. That was a, that was such a great film. Um such a such a it's a neo restaurant film, so yeah. really unique take on that. Um and then a ghost story. If you guys want to see somebody eating pie, if you guys want to see somebody eating pie, that's for a five really good minutes, movie. That's, that's the one. This is this is the movie for you guys. Um, okay, last one that I do <laughs> want to mention as an honorable mention type or slash, we should address this movie uh, is The Shape of Water. <laughs> the Shape of Water is like one of the two leads in the best picture category. I, in my opinion, I know we're going to talk about this more in the next episode, but in my opinion, <laughs> best picture is basically a two man. Uh, it's, it's a battle between three billboards and the shape of water. And neither of us had it on our list. Um, <laughs> the shape of water. I think it's an incredible movie. I think I gave it a nine if I'm not mistaken. So again, it was a bubble movie for me, but it just didn't make the cut um, for me personally. I have no problem with that movie being nominated for best picture at all. It's just didn't make the cut for me. Um, and yeah, I'm definitely rooting for it instead of three billboards. So there's that. Dude, I'm a hundred percent rooting for three billboards. I don't want three billboards to win just to piss you off even more. Oh god, it's gonna be so great if they win. And I'll be like, Whoa! <laughs> oh man, um, it'd be amazing if well, it won. What but, about the Shape of Water? Was that uh, close for you? Yeah, it was like number twelve, number thirteen for me. Okay, so it's pretty close. All right, sweet. Uh. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for this episode. Uh, yes, we will be having another episode coming out tomorrow. So if you have, if you um, get this episode like right on time, right when it comes out, then be on the lookout for the next one. If you're a couple days late, then there might already be another episode out there for you. So uh, Ozzy sounds like he's dying on that end. So we should probably have him side us out, Ozzy. All right, Carlos. Where can people find you on social media? All right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shuri456, and make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFellows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the YouTube channel, and, of course, our website. Um, just another reminder, we will be live streaming the Oscars, hopefully. So we'll do it on Facebook Live and quite possibly YouTube as well, so be on the lookout for all of that. Uh, Ozzy's going to be on the Twitter. It'll be a great time. Watch the Oscars with us. It'll be awesome. And, yeah, we are going to talk more about that on the next episode. So, again, be on the lookout for that. Yeah, guys, I'm going to be more active this year with Twitter when it comes to Oscars. I know I was just announcing winners last year, but I'm thinking about having a few reactions, oh, yeah. uh, making a few jokes this year. Like if, you know, the Shape of Water wins and the Three Bird Awards not, you know, I might just, you know, throw a little shade. Ozzy's going to come in with the hot takes. Come with the hot takes. Come with the hot takes. I'm going to have some friends uh, take over the Twitter feed, see what happens if there's nothing around with the oh, no. <laughs> Just messing with you. But all right, guys, you guys can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy. Also follow us on Twitter at Screenfellows. Um, and yeah, just go on the website. We're going to post some great stuff over there. She, I think she's going to watch Red Fair tonight. So be in a, just be aware of her review uh, online. And yeah. Um, Carlos, do you have any recommendations? 
<laughs> the top tens. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. I said that from the top, guys. Top tens are your recommendations. Watch all those movies. And Carlos, Detroit actually was on Hulu. So definitely check uh, Detroit out on Hulu if yep. you guys are interested in history or anything. Um, check that movie out. It was our number one. Uh, it was my number one. It was his number two. Uh, definitely check that out, guys. It was really, really great film. But I digress. Guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check out the website. Check out everything Screen Fellows. Because, guys, we're Screen Fellows.